Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another Vigilant Geek Podcast. My name is Andrew Puzak of Vigilant Geek Media, and with me, as always, is my comic book partner in crime. Oh, hold an arm of Vigilant Geek Media. <laughs> and uh, we're lucky enough to have two very special guests with us this week. For a very special podcast, we are closing our sci-fi month here at Vigilant Geek Media with an epic Star Wars-oriented uh, podcast here. And with us to help us analyze this amazing science fiction franchise is New England stand-up comic, Mark Gallagher. Hello. Hi. Hi. Glad to have you here, Mark. Uh, Mark's been on the show before, too. He's a great guy. Great guy. It's fun. Yeah, we're having fun again. Let's have some fun. And uh, also, we have uh, the owner and operator of Hotcast Studios, where we record... Hotcast Studio. Uh, (laughs) Go to hotcaststudio.com for more info on uh, uh, perhaps conducting your own podcast with Nathan. Uh, here in Beverly, Mass. Uh, and Nathan is also, uh, an esteemed, uh, New England stand-up comedian. Yay. Also, uh, the comic in residence right now at well, the com- In a minute, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm sorry. That starts, next week. that starts yeah. next week in December. in December. So pardon me. Uh, but this December, uh, go see Nathan down at the comedy studio, uh, in Cambridge, Mass. Uh, he'll be there all month as a comic in residence. Yeah, he'll be opening every show. Make sure to wait until December, though, because if you accidentally go early, you go in November, and you're going to run into nasty little Jer Palapal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's, he's a grump right now, because he broke up with a lady. Right, right. So it's not, it's uh, be the wrong move. So if you go there and he's there, just catch him in a butterfly net and say, hey, hush you. <laughs> there you have it, folks. Or, or... Wait till December and uh, go go see Nathan. He's he's a hilarious stand-up comedian. Both these guys are. I've seen them both live. Uh, fantastic comedians. Um, so today, uh, once again, we are talking about Star Wars, and we will be bringing you to a galaxy far, far away from here. <laughs> Light speed ahead, guys! Choo choo! <laughs> we're gonna start off talking about the, beep, beep. uh, <laughs> we're gonna talk about, uh, uh, some of the comic books, uh, Star Wars comic books that Marvel Comics has been putting out lately, uh, just to sort of kick things off. Uh, they have put out, uh, a, a title book, Star Wars, uh, written by Jason Aaron. Right. There's a bunch of them. I forget who does what. Yeah, Jason Aaron writes the title book, I, I believe. Thought, uh, yeah. I oh, no, I think Kieran Gillen writes the title book. No, Kieran Gillian writes... Um, Spaceballs, Darth the Vader. coloring book. <laughs> okay, yeah, Jason Aaron writes Star Wars, then. Darth uh, Darth Vader is written by uh, Kieran Gillen. Now, who wrote Shattered Empire? That just concluded, right? Mm, it didn't say, or it wasn't named. Was Shattered Empire an event? That so, was- Shattered Empire was a a four book miniseries. It's supposed to kind of give people an idea of what's going on 
before the upcoming movie coming out in December. Oh, so it's like a kind of like a prequel a to forward. Maybe an in between six and seven. So here's what's yeah. happening. So here's what you're looking at when you go to the movies. <laughs> you want to know what you're looking at. You always got to know what you're looking at when you're at the movies. <laughs> you want to read the book about the movie. <laughs> so before this, the movie, this I always book, read the book. <laughs> this comic book represents uh, the old man grabbing his belt and pulling his pants up before he sits down to watch the movie. <laughs> yeah. Before now, before you watch this movie. <laughs> Hold on a second. This is hey, those are gonna split, buddy. Take my advice. <laughs> yeah, but it is sort of like a here's what you what you want to know if you're like you know the ultra you know Star Wars geek. I you know I actually wish I read that. It's only a four book series. I'm kind of kicking myself for not reading it. It was uh, okay. I remember they they put it out as a hardcover book and it's like 300 pages and they put it out as a as a comic book, and now they they have it out in graphic novel form. It's uh, only like, it, it's I mean it's pretty thin. Um, and so is is all four issues just Mark Hamill watching um what's his name get work uh, Harrison Ford no <laughs> for, for a couple decades. They, hey, come on, give me one. I could have done Air Force One. Come on. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> or not? Yeah. <laughs> or it wasn't that? <laughs> you know, it could have it could have been, and it would have been great. I would have loved to have seen Mark Hamill whining yeah. uh, it, throughout comic book panels. You know, that would have been great. You know, although I do have to say that um, Mark Hamill's uh, vocal career, his voice, a- his voice acting uh, yeah. in, in in his latter years has been something of, of something to brag about. Uh, to say the least, but uh, yeah. yeah um, other than that, uh, living on the uh, the voiceover money. Yeah, I don't know. You think the royalties well, from Star Wars would be pretty good, though, right? Uh, it. I I would imagine at the time, he or his agent or whoever wasn't savvy enough to to you know he probably got decent pay at the time, but they weren't. Thinking as far ahead, like, oh, yeah, this is going to last decades. I don't know if the contracts back then were as, like, with royalties and everything like that, yeah. like they are now. That's kind of, those movies kind of set the precedent for that deal. Like, uh, merchandising was not much of a thing back then. Mm. And Lucas was smart enough to know that uh, that was going to turn into something. So he, he pretty much got all the merchandising money. Because the studios were like, sure, go ahead, sell your little action figures. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because it wasn't anything then. Like, no one was doing it. And, you know, I, I think <laughs> I remember uh, seeing a documentary with the actors. And Mark Hamill was, was talking about uh, when they were making the movie. And he was talking about uh, the merchandising aspect of the, of the franchise. And, you know, he, he, was, he was saying, you know, he's like, you know, we, we, we thought it would be an okay movie. You know, we, we thought it would be competitive. You know, I, I, did I think there'd be Star Wars under, underpants being sold, you know, with my face <laughs> on them? Hell no. I didn't think that at all. You know, we, you know, so, you know, who got the last laugh there? The underpants people. Fruit of the Loom got the last <laughs> laugh there. <laughs> Them and George Lucas laughing all the way to the bank. <laughs> Uh, good stuff. But, um, now getting back to the books, um, you know, 
they they put out initially uh uh the Star Wars uh title book with Darth Vader, the Princess Leia. Yeah. Um and uh you know the artwork, you know, I I forget who's doing the art on those books, but the artwork just it really sucked me in. It just made me feel like I was in, you know, a, in a a Star Wars movie, like watching a Star Wars movie in a, in a way, they, you know. They they put out a lot of fun stories. Uh, they about really did. Characters, so they're doing a good job right now. And they, uh, uh, this, this isn't even the first time Marvel's had the property of um, Star Wars. Marvel back in the day actually printed Star Wars comics. I, you know, I, they, they did I, movie I, uh, adaptations, right? Did they, did they do like expanded universe stuff too? I think they did like, like original storylines with main characters within certain cool. continuities. So I don't know if it's canon or not. I, I don't I believe oh, it is. I, I think they scrapped the expanded universe stuff. Oh, I, I believe they did too. Yeah. I mean, that's that's its own universe in itself. Yeah. But, uh, with Which the way is they it's have tough. It now. Like if you're writing the comic, do you have to read all the friggin' novels? Do no, you, like you, a lot of know, people just start fair. off. Yeah. I mean, with something like Star Wars, people take it so seriously. But yeah. then you know, Star Wars has been uh, had this partnership with. Uh, Dark Horse comics for years, and yeah, then that's right. since Disney bought Luke, uh, bought bought Star Wars, Star Wars is now a property of Disney. And since Disney owns Marvel, they're making Marvel yeah, print Star Wars books. Exactly, and they, they they bought Star Wars before they bought Marvel, I believe. Correct? Uh, I, I thought they had Marvel before that. Well, it was a well, very close timeline either way. Yeah, it, it all I mean, seemed to happen in they the, just in they the they years. swooped in and went on a quick shopping spree there and got a couple of really good properties, just like WCW. No, I mean those things will hold. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have to bring it back to wrestling. Well, in, enlighten yeah. us now that you've brought it up. Oh, uh, when WCW sort of enlighten a, the layman, a, yeah, a, a, a blank check basically to uh, to sign. Uh, wrestlers from ECW and WWF at the time, they kind of just they just wanted to take them just, all away. Yeah, basically, the idea wasn't to take like use their talent. The idea was just so they wouldn't they wouldn't have talent, <laughs> right? <laughs> they'll just take all their you know basically a, their product away from them. <laughs> uh, a very devious but a very interesting uh, strategy there. Uh, what I was gonna say about regarding wrestling is like uh, the the universe of pro wrestling. Is like that geeky thing of like Star Wars. It's like, oh, we created this whole universe for you to just live in, yeah. and then the people who make Star Wars. It's like, oh, but now we have to create a universe, so they have to make all these books and different things. <laughs> like, yeah. like, oh, no. We have to like actually make a universe. <laughs> no, the like video, a that, I feel like the video games really help with that too, because mm-hmm. like you know you play some of those wrestling games, and like you get you get the storyline aspects if you choose to play that type of uh, yeah. mode in the game. Uh, with, with like yeah, with franchises that big, it's like you have to come up with so much content just to keep. People who love oh, that product, yeah. Engaged. I bet Jabba the Hutt's really good at wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's really he, big. He doesn't really have any arms or legs to get in the way. He can roll around real easy. He's probably you he's know kind of big. The same. The His same, mouth uh, is huge. <laughs> biting. The same fighting style as, as Yokozuna, perhaps. You yeah. know, mm. uh, something like that. Or uh, Giant Gonzalez. Giant Gonzalez. His, his same movements. Yes. No, when you were saying what company was buying out all those wrestlers? WCW. So, and that's not uh, affiliated with what at the time WWF, right? No. So I know that um, Vince McMahon is a very stubborn person. Mm -hmm. So if somebody went up for one of those contracts at WCW, did he allow anybody back? 
Not no, until he, he bought out the company, right? Yeah. He yeah. definitely holds a grudge. Yeah, and he bought the company, and then like people like Lex Luger, who was bought by um, WW. Uh, just don't a, have a career he's just like, yeah. nope. No. Some of them they had to let <laughs> he's like, back. I think the, he did a he cut a promo on that actually. He was like, I think the Lex Express ran out of steam a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! He just destroyed him. Yeah, like live on Raw, and he talked about like wrestlers that would never come back. But I don't want to get into wrestling too much. <laughs> you know, yeah, we're overdue for a wrestling. I was just, I was just bringing it up just because it's like the the expanded universes. Oh like, yeah, yeah, it's just like uh, anything being else. A fan. DC or Marvel, Star Wars has one, Star Trek has one. I mean, pick pick your poison, you know. Uh you get into different video games like Warcraft and then there's like virtual worlds you can escape into, you know. That's you know, it's endless. I've always loved like uh, <laughs> I've always loved like when Star Wars gets their mitts on like other other franchise. I remember in uh, Soul Calibur was a video game that they they had like Oh yeah, like oh, the Yoda. guest starring Yoda or the guest starring Darth Vader. <laughs> I, yeah. I got really was, bummed out yeah. when Yoda started fighting with a lightsaber. They, they had it both for really Xbox and PlayStation. Yeah. Oh, what episode? Was that episode 1? Um that was episode 2, I think. What? Where, where hmm? Yoda was fighting yeah, with the yeah. Yes, it was episode that was what everyone was talking about. And people were like, "Oh, Yoda shit. versus Christopher Lee." Yeah. <laughs> And everyone's like, at first, because Yoda's got this butter knife of a of a lightsaber, yeah, and then he just starts like flapping around the room. I was in tears laughing when I saw that for the first time because I saw some of the promotional material. I knew it was going to happen, but I they had not prepared me for how funny that was going to be. <laughs> and by the way, the only person laughing in the theater. Of course, man. <laughs> yeah, you. Think- you might as well just laughed in church. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think like <laughs> exactly. That's how serious it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So I people, bet somebody's gonna end up like getting shot, but like it's not because they're gonna think they're the Joker. It's because somebody like didn't have the mindfulness to like turn off their phone or something <laughs> like really minuscule in the middle, of the, yeah. like the the debut of this. Someone chuckles at something that, like a lighthearted thing that Chewbacca does. And they're just like, You shut up! (laughs) You son of a bitch! Sacrilege. (laughs) Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I remember the the Yoda. You'd think Yoda would have more of like a a force-based power instead of just flipping around like the, the physical style that he had. Yeah, he should be able to do like a telekinesis type routine where he's picking yeah. things up and throwing them with his mind. I and... think that's what he was doing. He was yeah. using the force to increase his uh jumping height and agility. No, he yeah. was yeah, he was he was like that, yeah. a small creature like that wouldn't be able to move with it's a very no, I, like explanation. That. I'm just yeah. I'm just saying it would look cool if he did, you know, like if he did that telekinesis aspect of it, of the force, you know, I always I, I think in that fight a little bit they were yeah. moving stuff around they were like throwing stuff at each oh other. okay it's been a little while since i've actually done a clean run through all no. of these movies you don't need to watch those <laughs> well you um, know what if it didn't have star wars written on it i thought those movies would have been good but it's just like um, the standard set by the original yeah. three really really made everyone a big salty salt well, yeah. you know, you know what? Uh let's let's dive into it a little. Uh you know, we we Splash. know Yeah, uh <laughs> Splash. You know, you you don't just dip your toe into uh you know, the metaphorical cosmic pool. You dive <laughs> you dive in and and go at light speed and, Could, and before you jump in. Can I just 
are you going to do an episode on the Captain America Civil War trailer? A whole episode. Did you see it? Oh, I watched it. Yeah. yeah I, I checked it out. I mean, it was it was good. I had a panic attack watching it. <laughs> I watched it this morning. I woke up one eye. Scroll. What? It's out, it came out of nowhere. Usually they, yeah. they tell you the trailer will come out in two um, weeks. Or, and it was like, what? It's out? And I played one eye open. I'm like, no, what are they doing to Iron Man? <laughs> no, yeah. leave him alone. No, it's it's going to be a very intense movie. Um, I'm glad you brought it up. We have Sorry, it's No, not, no. Not really. Um um we have a few minutes to talk about it. It's topical. And it it's certainly topical and it it's certainly like, you know, the big buzz that happened overnight uh in the comic book world for sure. Um you know, I was certainly blown away by it. Uh you know, I, I I thought it was really cool uh, to see Black Panther in action for the yeah. first time. Yeah, uh, was a little disappointed we haven't seen Spider Man yet. Uh, oh, they're they're holding off. They're it, holding off. Oh it, yeah, it'll be great. I heard I heard this. They now this isn't an official synopsis of the movie, but there was somebody who they were they were um, looking at as a director. Marvel met with them. It didn't work out. But he said the pitch that Marvel gave him was that they want to make uh, a John Hughes movie with Spider-Man. Because you know how how every Marvel movie is like – like Ant-Man was a heist movie. Yeah, yeah. uh, Every movie is – it's something else that happens to be – happens to have comic book characters in it. Um, Yeah, sure. So that if they go that route, it's the best approach I think you can take that hasn't been taken yet with Spider-Man because they've – done a lot with them already oh yeah yeah you say john hughes yeah like a like a a breakfast club or a um a ferris bueller or something yeah yeah one of those coming of age yeah yeah. which is you know when the character was created when stan created spider-man the essence of spider-man the essence of peter parker is that you know uh bumbling high school nerd who, you know, is always, you know, having to do the multitasking dance of, 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 you know, whether it's, you know, college physics or high school science or whatever. And then it's Aunt May and, uh, you know, and then it's off being Spider-Man and then, you know, this and that. And then, and then you know, screwing things up with what, whichever girlfriend at the time. Um, but that's, that, that's the essence right there. And I think they're going to capture that perfectly it was captured quite well in my opinion in the first two sam uh raimi movies um yeah but i think they're gonna really like capture that essence perfectly i think we're gonna see uh some villains we haven't seen before and maybe some better versions of the ones that we have the one thing i haven't been impressed by yet and and yes they've done some interesting stuff but the physicality of spider-man all the movies they've made so far he seems really stiff and like I'll play the video games, I'll be like, "Why didn't he move like that in the friggin' yeah. movie?" It, you know that it's it's just that something that really stands out, especially in the Todd McFarlane Spider-Man. It's just the acrobatic. Oh yeah, yeah, thing. no, totally. He's 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 crouching down. He's he's you know his body's bending all crazy, and yeah. and you know um 
even if the actor, you know, isn't, you know, a professional acrobat, uh, I gotta believe between CGI and stunt doubles and what have you, they, you know, they, they gotta be able to, to, to get them to move a little more like Spidey. Cause yeah, uh, particularly actually with Tobey Maguire, I've noticed yeah, that he was, he was kind of stiff, stiff as a board. Yeah, Those like the were whole, the good Spider-Man movies. They though. were, but it was like his costume was just made out of like brand new denim or something. Like, he, yeah. He, he was breaking it in still. I still liked it. <laughs> oh, I, I dropped a penny. Shit. I think, Shit. I think Spider-Man 2 was the best Spider-Man movie. I agree. Yeah, yeah no, okay. a, as a whole, they, yeah, they hold the crown for Spider-Man movies. I'd say two, one and two, uh, of, of the Raimi series. I'm not going to discuss three. I don't think we need to, but, uh, oh, it was a mess. And then it was just like you had characters they didn't even really use. Like, <laughs> hey, Sandman's a character and he's in this movie, but you're not going to see him so much. So I don't know why we wasted time on a backstory. There was way too much convenience in the plot in that movie. Really drove me nuts. Well, then like, what? Then he gets the emo haircut and does a jazz battle in front of Mary Jane. <laughs> and it was just like, at that point, I was just like, no. Yeah. No, this is bad. Well, it was almost like Raimi didn't want to make the movie to the point at which he was like, just made a movie called like fuck it he was like this, well, this is <laughs> they didn't have the technology to do venom no they wanted venom in the movie yeah spider-man just kept... i don't know sandman's so boring like... spider-man 3 because fuck it <laughs> spider-man 3 by the james franco hoverboard what was that thing on south park when they were like fuck you you see it oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's a fucking duck it's a present i don't well, know fuck you yeah. <laughs> oh man, Rob Schneider is a staple. But yeah, I um yeah. going going back to Civil War though. I, I it's it's certainly going to be something like you know, unlike anything we've seen on screen before. It has to be good. It like, really oh, it has uh, to be. It I mean, has that more part... of the feel of like a a, 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 sh- a an episode of a show that's coming out as opposed to a movie. Well, yeah, yeah, uh, that's true. But uh, it's a so good show. It's basically the next installment of what goes on in the event. Avengers story on screen. I, you know? I so I told you I was playing that in bed. I woke up playing in bed, and then you know <clears throat> nudged my girlfriend. I hates the trailer. She doesn't care. <laughs> it's trailer. <laughs> and then she looked at it and she's like, "Okay, yeah, sure, that looks fine." And I'm like, "You don't understand. Captain America knows the right thing. He always knows the right thing, and he's gonna always do the right thing, no matter what, no matter who tells him it's wrong." The whole world's out to get him in this movie, and he's still going to do the right thing. And she's like, okay. I'm sure he will, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mark, Cap's got your back. Mark, Mark's, uh, uh, you know, grade schooler fanboy just totally came out inside of him there. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but, uh, in, in all seriousness, you know, that scene where, you know, him, Cap, the Winter Soldier, and, and Stark are, are all together. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Cap goes, I'm sorry, Tony, but he's my friend. Yeah. And then Tony looks back at him and he goes, I thought I was your friend too. You know, it's just, it was just, oh, it's just so powerful. I can't wait. It looks like, uh, 
the story is going to be centered around obviously the uh, registration act for uh you know the avengers to be overseen by the government now the winter soldier i believe is a wanted man he's wanted for <laughs> killing everyone killing, in that movie <laughs> yeah pretty much he went on a killing spree in the winter soldier as we know but it wasn't his fault he was you know he was hypnotized basically yeah exactly and cap knows this and i mean the avengers know this as well but 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 since there's a registration act you know um they want to bring the winter soldier in cap wants him to you know stay and fight alongside him or whatever so you got you know cap and uh bucky and uh falcon hawkeye you know, i'm missing a few but then uh, on stark side it looks like ant-man's gonna be in this too. A- ant-man's gonna be somewhere i don't know what side yet uh, maybe stark i don't know uh stark got, has uh black panther though as we saw in the trailer we know he's got black panther he's gonna have spider-man it, that's in the comic storyline it's all about him vetting spider-man and yeah he's, he's gonna have spider-man oddly enough though uh in the civil war uh side book they just put out uh in the secret wars storyline uh i'm sure they're not going to go by this but they had uh peter parker uh sympathizing with uh steve rogers oh really uh, but yeah no the original <clears throat> arc that was written by uh mark miller Ma- mark millar yeah uh w- obviously uh had parker uh siding with stark um either way it's just you know seeing we we've seen these avengers form together on screen now twice uh, for two major motion picture events, and now we are going to have the opportunity to see them on screen fighting each other. But there's apparently, you know, some big Marvel villain that I I, I don't know who yet. Uh, I I know um, Baron Zemo is in that movie. He's one of like the big Hydra guys. I don't we know. Should bring the Red Skull back because he uh, clearly didn't die. In, oh, in- I know, I know. You know, there's this crazy rumor that messed with my head for a little while that um, Robert Redford's character oh, yeah. uh, in uh, Winter Soldier was actually the Red Skull. Would have been amazing. Oh, and I watch that movie now, and I always try to think that in my head, and it just drives me nuts. Like, oh, what if that is the Red Skull? Like, yeah. that would be so awesome. Yeah. But I've heard, like, so many little, like, you know, rumors and Easter, about Easter eggs and things in movies. Like, apparently, in the scene where Nick Fury uh, is being attacked by Hydra and he's getting his uh, SUV, like, bashed in by... Oh, it's a great scene. Yeah, apparently, like, the Penske, the uh, yellow Penske truck that... Uh, smashes one of the cop cars out of the way so Fury can get by. Apparently, that's supposed to be the Punisher. Uh, that's cool. You know, there's no way of telling. I've paused that scene a million, a million times. <laughs> there's no way you can know, know who the hell that is. So yeah. it's just complete nonsense. Yeah. But I do believe the previous rumor to be true. Um, so has anyone watched any Episode 7 trailers yet? <laughs> yeah, we should get back on task. Uh, yes. <laughs> See? Yes, I have. Nathan's I, uh, watched them. Yeah. I've, I've tried to not and then, and then just get like really, really bored sometimes and then I'll watch them. Mm. Well, before. They're, they're pretty amazing. Before yes. we, uh, before we dive in talking about, uh, The Force Awakens, uh, let's just 
talk a few minutes about oh, the uh, Avengers. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't get me going on another Avengers tangent, or, or we'll kill another half hour b- before we know it. And this is Star Wars. We're ending Sci-Fi Month. Uh, we're preparing for The Force Awakens next month. Uh, gentlemen, uh, let's talk about some of our favorite aspects. Let's dive into whatever planet Jar Jar Binks was from. Wasn't that a water <laughs> thing? Oh, oh God. Naboo. I think it might have been Naboo, yeah. Ep- yeah. Episode one, the, no. the Phantom Menace. <laughs> nah, boo. <laughs> Phantom Menace, which is, I think, is the only one I like out of the... <laughs> <laughs> you like that one? I like the pod racing. I, I liked the, uh, the, the kid fucking getting knocked around in a little star war himself with not having much control of it. Yeah. Like the ship takes off on its own. That was I kind think of the fun. first three movies are good movies. I, I like they're cursed them. by the name of Star Wars, so they have this these standards that everyone wants it to fill and then like they just couldn't. I mean well Plus it's not the movies everyone wanted to see. Everyone would have rather yeah. seen a seven, eight, nine as opposed to a one, two, three. I, I mean I I guess like that's a that's a whole fucking podcast in itself, people bitching about the 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 uh prequels, isn't it? Like there's a mil I, I can Well, I kinda wanted to get some bitching bitch going. <laughs> Let's get some bitching going well, I I mean, about if, about those prequels. You, I just want to preface everything I say with I, I don't mean to insult you. <laughs> With anything is because I just don't have nice stuff to say. About, no, no, about no, this. that's but, fine. But I'll <laughs> like, like I don't disagree with you, you know, about them maybe being interesting movies with Star Wars taken out of it. But some of my problems are just aesthetic issues that I had with those movies in Ooh, regards. I, to... I want to hear a good old fashioned Mark Gallagher continuity <laughs> issue. <laughs> Well, no, it's it's more like what was uh, a different color in in one movie. And well, all right, let's movie. get into that first. It, <laughs> it, the um, the original trilogy has a look to it that I don't think is even matched in the prequels. It, it's kind of like uh, with what Ridley Scott did with Prometheus, where in the original Alien movie, it's a very lived in universe, mm-hmm. which I think is is. Part of it comes from the fact that that's what the, it was deliberate, uh, but another aspect of that fact that it feels like a lived-in universe is because they didn't have the skills in regards to special effects and set design and everything that we have now. So when you wanted something, you wanted a look, you kind of had to cobble it together. That's why like Blade Runner looks like it does and Ghostbusters looks like it does. Ah, it, yeah. It's just like, ah, oh, we need a ship that looks like this. Okay, let's get some fucking vacuum hoses and this and that and let's whip it together and spray paint it and make it look like Ship. <laughs> That's how you but, make a boat. That yeah. must have been such a cool job back in the day, though, you know, to be yeah, one of those guys. Like something. Yeah. Uh, because it was like a, a lot of movie sets were designed uh, via found objects, and now there still is a lot of that, but there's also a lot of, like, pre-designed, like, you can draw something out and realize that completely uh, through with a computer. Uh, we we don't use matte paintings anymore. We use uh, just CGI backdrops, and so anything you want can just go onto screen, and that's like good and bad because the good thing about it is obviously your imagination, boom, right onto the page, and there there you go. But I guess the bad part is like we still haven't gotten there. Like it, a lot of that stuff doesn't look real. It's it's um there's a there's a uh, there's a specific term that I can't remember 
the fucking something 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 where where something almost looks real but not all the way and because of that it's it's kind of disturbing like oh, if, if someone, like how like how uh, the Uncanny Muppet, Valley the Muppets in uh <laughs> when they walk in um it, labyrinth are kind of unsettling yeah, but more so. But they're real. They're there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're there. They're not fake. They're fake beings, but they're there. They're <clears throat> physical things. Yeah. But it, it's called the uncanny valley effect. And in Jurassic Park, the animatronics and everything. It's like, yeah. yeah. But well, well, the uncanny valley effect is. If you're uh, if you're looking at something that is almost like all the details are there but there's something off you're I, not I sure know what, what it is I know you're talking about but I can't think of the term either um well that's what it is it's like when it, it's Valley. like a creepy doll or something it's like yeah. that looks real but I know it's not like there's a wax or a wax figure yeah there's just something off and so when you're trying to go for it but you just can't completely get it mm-hmm. it's it's a little off putting and so that's the early stages of that is what you saw in the original trilogy where you know Lucas uh, no longer had to go Hey, I want a set to look like this, and really creative set dressers and, and costume and prop designers had to fucking wing it and figure it out. They had to now, build everything. They built well, everything. They, they did, but they they can they can three D print it at this time. Like we're we're at a stage where you can you can render something in a computer, and boom, there it is. And so is whoop. that is that something that happened? Is that that's they did 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 uh, the. It's the same style that they used for this movie. They made sets and everything, and it's not all CGI. Yeah, it's kind of what Lucas was trying to get away from with the prequels. In the original trilogy, he... The prequels, everything looks way shinier and new. Yeah, and the reason it looks like that is, you know, because everything that he wanted, he could just have with the snap of a finger. I want a ship to look like this. South Park made fun of that, too, with, like, the CGI (laughs) stuff. It's like... When they did the remastering of Star Wars, they were like, originally oh. we wanted Tauntauns yes. in the background of the scene. <laughs> <laughs> like, with CGI, we can do it. Yeah, it's Tauntauns in everything. Right? In every scene, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, oh, and yeah, they were talking about old episodes of South Park remastering. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, the first episode of South Park now has Tauntauns. Like, like ATATs. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so uh, by the time he got to episode three, I think it was over 70% of those uh, shots were green screen because he just had actors walking around with nothing around them going, ah, go here, go here. And then uh, it was it was part to do with laziness, but mostly to do with his fascination with uh, uh, advancing film technology. So because we got to a point where you can film an actor in green screen and make all the shit happen around him – he he was he was almost using those movies as like a launching point that would eventually lead into kind of where we are now with movies in in shit like Avatar, but we weren't there yet. We needed we needed movies to kind of try it out, and so he used those and they're they're like almost more experiments than they are ah. solid like you know. Uh, uh, in, and that that's always installments hard in that franchise with like the the uh, progress of technology. And it's like you will, and it's like wow, this is amazing. And then you look back on it. it's like the same with video games. Oh yeah, it's like the the graphics are amazing. And that's what we said about Wave Race sixty four. Yeah, like, Wave Race sixty four. Oh yeah, yeah. It's time. yeah. How real does it look? And then you look back on it, it's like oh, it's like an N sixty four game. 
and uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a game from the nineties. Yeah, it, and it's like that's that's the problem. Is it's like look at how blocky it is. Yeah, that like technology. If you're blocky, relying blocky, so, relying blocky, so heavily blocky, on it, blocky, 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 yeah, uh, you need movies yeah, to be sacrificial. It doesn't lens. stand the test of, the test of time right. because it's like your technology is set in that period. Some movies do the movies that were uh, in that era that were a little bit more held back. Like I think the first Jurassic Park is some of the best CGI I've seen to date. Mm-hmm. Because they blend uh, actual props and animatronics with CGI, and see, like like that scene when they're driving away from the T Rex, you see it in a mirror, and it's it's almost it's like accidentally the best decision you could make. Now the camera would get in the fucking T Rex's face, still doesn't look real, yeah. <laughs> you know. But but they would get in their face because you can. Then it was like. X number of hours to render one frame and you needed so many uh, servers to do that and they only had so much time before the release so they were like well we can put them in the mirror how about that you know plus it was in the rain right and everything looks better in the rain yeah and like in T-Rexes are the John Cusack of dinosaurs yeah I've always said that they look great in the rain <laughs> Jeff, Did you Jeff see Goldblum the, um, looks great in the rain too true, did you true. see the new uh, Jurassic Park yes uh, the more recent one uh, I just want to say quickly, the original Jaws, the reason that movie is so effective is because there's barely any shark in there because they didn't have anything to work with. The, the shark didn't work. They they tried so many times to to um, well, fill also out more the, the shark refused to work. There was a contractual yeah. issue. It, he was it like, was, I got this other thing that I'm doing. There was a lot of racial tension. Yeah. I'm doing this Happy Days episode where the, someone's yeah. gonna be jumping over the, me. The, I can't be doing both things. It's a studios. The, the shark's like, I'm not working with that Quint guy. I know how he feels about us. <laughs> um, but that they pulled so many shots they were supposed to have for, with the shark in there, and so. What do we have to work with now? I guess the characters, you know, and it, it's one of the best movies ever made by accident. Um, and it, it's weird because obviously you want to hope that a lot of the good things about the movies you love are deliberate, but sometimes the limitations can make them better in certain ways. Like, like, uh, I, I started talking about this because of the aesthetics of, of the original trilogy. The CGI is fucking off putting and, and also the acting's not really up to par like like some of the romance scenes with uh with anakin and fucking uh padme are just so uncomfortable they run they run a little long yeah Yeah. he was a little weird too hayden christensen's kind of like an awkward guy anyway yeah oh he's such a oh he's so whiny no master i don't want to do telekinesis on the planet i (laughs) i actually think um a lot of the ideas in the in the prequels are great and I think that George Lucas is an amazing storyteller, maybe not the best director and maybe not the best screenwriter. The best Star Wars movies were written and directed by other people, but he was it looming over them as everything took place. And he actually produced some of the some of the best childhood movies, you know, like you talk about Labyrinth, he produced a Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. That movie happened because yeah, of yeah. him. And uh, Return to Oz, do you, have you seen that? Yes, it's so scary. Yes. It's the scariest movie I've ever that, seen. Really? <laughs> you wouldn't think that. It's so creepy. Huh. Oh, yeah. It's very, it's it's a great movie. It's just as good as The Labyrinth. It's that type yeah, of movie. And Labyrinth is a classic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he it's produced so a weird. lot of great, so they, all the Indiana Jones movies. Indiana Jones. Mm. Hello. When Lucas and Frank Oz get together, it's uh Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I just think that trilogy is like, um, it, it's like just the starting point of something that could have been great, 
but because because there was so much ego and ambition involved, like he admitted, if I don't start making these movies now, I'm never going to be able to make them because he was looking at how old he was and he knew it was going to take at least a decade to finish the trilogy. So he said, if I don't start now, I can't do it, and I guess I have to, and I'll, I'll just take the technology I have. If he started those movies today, yeah, they might be a lot better. It's like a guy who thought he was going to die, and he just made a kite. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but he but he shoved the He's kite like, in I our face. Wanted to make a kite, and he really played that kite up, yeah. and we were so excited about that kite. <laughs> but you didn't. You can't. You you you've never seen how far this thing goes into the sky. It goes way up there. You didn't even see it. It's, it's so big. <laughs> Anyways, that's why I think those movies don't feel right. I do. I, I am so looking forward to the new one, though. It's oh, like in, in the thing. It's is like the, it's like after the the, the the third movie that came out, Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, a good movie, but it had a horrible ending. Like, it was so depressing. The, but horrible. The, it was also like lame. The, <laughs> like they, the movies had very little to do with with the original trilogy until the last three minutes of of uh, episode mm-hmm. three, where they're like, "Oh, here's Darth Vader. Also, Luke and Leia are born." And da da da. Here's yeah, exactly. there you go. I'm like, you <laughs> fucking had three movies to set that. Well, that's a lot of stuff. No and the, the final fight scene was amazing. And. The, the, all the Jedi got killed. Like a lot of crazy, depressing things happened in that movie. Right. I just right. didn't, yeah, I didn't like the, but, um, the lack of, uh, oh, character and, progression. Even. And, and Obi-Wan, we're gonna send him away, and it's like, oh, yeah, okay, well, you're, you're, you're gonna go be a hermit. Yeah, thanks. And thanks. stalk this kid and make sure no one kills him. Yeah. I didn't like the, yeah, I didn't like the Anakin transition into evil being so, like, sudden, cause it should have been like, you know how, like, people as they get older, they become more cynical and things like yeah. that? Yeah. I wish it was something more, Grounded like that, yeah. I, I instead think of that him the, just being like, "I'm, I'm just a brat." The best, <laughs> the best representation that I had ever seen of that universe was by Jenny Tartakovsky. I think that's how you say his name. The guy who directed Samurai Jack. Oh yes, he did those. Um, the the uh, Clone Wars. Those uh, yeah, fifteen. Yeah. The cartoons. Fifteen yeah. minute. What were they? They started out as fifteen minute shorts. Yes. Yeah. The, the original ones. And oh I yeah, those were so nice. Those yeah, because this was done by the same guy who did Dexter's Lab. Mm-hmm. And I love Dexter. Samurai Jack. Did he yeah. do Powerpuff Girls too? No, Not sure. that was Craig McCracken. Yes, that's that the was, guy who right. did uh, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. I like that show too. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know if he's done anything else since then. I, uh, well, I think they, actually uh, Tart- Dis- the Disney Cartoon Channel, Disney XD. Mm-hmm. I think they hired a lot of those guys yeah. over from Cartoon Network because you got to think. Disney's got deep pockets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, like, the cartoons are very good right yeah. now. But Tartakovsky, I haven't seen them, but he's directed the Hotel Transylvania movies, which I would watch just because his name, you know. But that's my, I think, the best things I've seen come out of that trilogy. Um, they are, they're just engrossing and I think a lot more faithful to the, to the style like storytelling uh, style of of the original trilogy, and they're like a throwaway. When I say Clone Wars, everyone thinks about that CGI TV show, and it's no, no, it's this, it's like cell animated or two D or whatever uh, show that was. Yeah, like, no, they it's it exists on DVD. It's not like oh, yeah, easy can, to find. No, it isn't. Um, people don't talk about it because it never. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. it was amazing. Yeah, I I wish that. That that guy could directed the original trilogy. 
I, no, well, I mean, I really think that they should give Star Wars animated features a second shot. Like, yeah. let let certain directors and writers take on the project. Just let them use the Star Wars name, let them tell mm-hmm. their story, and then put it out. I think you could make because I love the fact that they're doing all these spinoffs. I think you could make a good Star Wars comedy. A lot of the best moments in the Star Wars movies are funny. And imagine if you had like a movie with a bumbling, like say C-3PO and R2-D2 were the main characters and it was just them. And maybe the story wasn't as big. Here's the scene. Yeah. We got Jar Jar Binks, and he owns his own gas station. <laughs> and his best friend is a monkey. <laughs> oh, can I get a it's pack of smokes? Me. Use a have ID. <laughs> Use a have ID. Yeah. What did we? What was the thing we made up? Come on down to Jar Jars on my podcast. <laughs> Fill up your tank, get some chips and a hot dog. <laughs> Riley was doing Jar Jar Gabor, like oh, Jar I, Gabor. I don't Jar think Jar. I, I. Oh yeah, yeah, there. you weren't on that one, right? That sounds good. That <laughs> yeah, Jar Jar Gabor. Um, Misa so sorry. <laughs> uh, and know and you know, like Jar-Jar. every everyone shits on Jar Jar Binks. Don't even have a fucking problem with the guy. I, I, I really don't. Like he's not my problem with those movies. I, I thought right. he was like a fun character. I liked the. That's the other thing. Did, sorry, but <laughs> you you know how uh um they're making this new movie, Episode Seven. Lucas, what? yes, there's another one. Uh, of all, Lucas had ideas for seven, eight, and nine. And he had presented them to J.J. Abrams. Which J. is why Six is afraid of Seven. Yes. Uh, I call him Jajabrams. J.J. Abrams. That's my nickname for him. Jajabrams. Jajabrams uh, and uh, the writer who also wrote Empire Strikes Back. Uh, what's his name? The Dude, that's why you're here. You're supposed to know that. <laughs> it, oh, man. The guy. The guy who wrote Empire Strikes Back is writing this with Judge Abrams. Uh, Lucas mm-hmm. presented his idea for the new trilogy to him, and they were like, oh, okay, are you done? Okay, goodbye. You don't own this anymore. We'll see you later. <laughs> and he's been kind of spiteful about it, and I think it was almost a dumb move for them not to listen to him because if if nothing else, milk that guy for his names. He comes up with the best names, like Qui-Gon Jinn. And, and Jar Jar Banks and like Obi Wan Kenobi, yeah, Obi Wan Kenobi, like every name in the Star Wars universe that that he came up with is incredible. And the new ones they have are like fucking what Poe Dameron. Like I don't even like saying it. I'm done. Or Kylo, it's like a sandwich. Yeah, Kylo Ren. <laughs> Kylo Ren. Yeah. It's a sandwich you get in the South. Lucas would have come up with better names for those. So names. yeah, I don't know. Maybe he didn't like the idea of being paid as a uh, a consultant. A consultant. He wanted on his own property. He wanted to. They didn't take his ideas. No. Well, Disney's probably going to try to throw Miley Cyrus in there. Yeah. She's gonna, oh, God. She's going to be in the cantina, and it's going to be like, booby, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I mean, she... like, oh, it's that pop star again, yeah. that galaxy pop star. <laughs> she looks like an alien. Yeah, like, she... Miley Cyrus, like, looks like an alien. Yeah, like, blue... she'd be perfect. She'd fit right in. They just, like, paint her skin a, a new color. Yeah, the blue chick from uh, Jabba the Hutt's. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There we go. Yeah, you get. Uh, She'd be a good blue girl. <laughs> what was Lady that? Gaga getting plowed at the Moss Lisley <laughs> Cantina? What, what was the um, uh, in the special editions, which is another big slap in the face, I think, to 
What's the, a smack in your face again? Uh, the the special editions, the um fucking that oh the re releases of the other ones. That dance number with that pink thing with the long lip. Oh the, god, yeah. Oh, the, that, oh <laughs> yeah, in yeah, Return yeah. the Jedi. Yeah, Christ. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did we, did, is that what the movies were lacking? They they had like this like Fred <laughs> Flintstones like character who it was like this goat and it was like hairy and it was singing along with this. uh this, this, like, it's supposed to be some sort of diva, but it just had, like, this wicked long snout. Yeah. <laughs> that it, fucking thing, man. That is a thing of nightmares. Yeah. They added all sorts of, I don't know, some of the stuff was subtle, and some of the stuff was just like, what are you doing? I'd like to, I'd like to see a, a whole series of tales Lawrence from Kazdan. the Cantina Bar. <laughs> Lawrence Kasdan. They had a book for that for a while. They, like, honestly, I think they would make a pretty good TV show if that's, like, if somebody wants to steal that idea. Mm. Now have a nice primetime show that's on about eight or nine. You could put it on channel five. It'd be like Cheers. Cause Disney owns it. <laughs> Cantina <laughs> Cheers. Except like every once in a while, like someone gets their arm blown off by a blaster wow. or, you know, <laughs> and then, you know, every bunch of people are just sitting the around. Size Cantina where everyone knows your name. Because and wants you're to wanted, kill you. Dead or alive. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sigh. Sith Norm. Norm. All right. No. Norm from Cheers. Yeah. It's a good plug. So, uh. <laughs> Re- reference, he referenced. Yeah. Good reference. And then there can be a spin-off with one of the psychiatrist characters. Uh, the hey, we don't serve droids here. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'd say C-3PO would play a great, like, Frasier character. I I love that guy that goes, Oh, my. My friend, he doesn't like you. (laughs) I don't like you either. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see a spinoff with, like, how those guys meet. Yeah, I, mean, I always wondered how they met. I want, yeah, I want some more backstory on him. Oh, the guy with the butt for a mouth? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, oh, Gwim Guam, you don't like anyone. It's his wife saying that. And I don't like anyone either. Yeah. Uh, he's very playful with his wife that, like that, that. That could be the name of the uh, show, I Don't Like Him Either. Yeah, he, he, would, he would be like an all-in-the-family type of... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gwim he's Guam. He's like a curmudgeon... <laughs> Yeah. Don't sit in Gwim Gom's couch. She doesn't. <laughs> That's my spot. I don't like you very much. <laughs> Gwim Gwam, eh? <laughs> Everyone say it. Gwim Gwam. Gwim Gwam. Thursday at night. <laughs> An all new oh. Gwim Gwam. Gwim Gwam. Gwim Gwam. On TV during the day while you're sick. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that show, Gwim Guam? Right after Price is Right. <laughs> you need to eat soup with melted saltines in it. <laughs> Good thing I got this Gwim Guam marathon. Gwim Guam, the sun's out. You're stuck inside the house. You're uncomfortable. Gwim Guam. <laughs> Next, after the chew. <laughs> Gwim Guam. Ugh. I hate the chew. You've- You've never seen so you've never seen the mailman before. Gwim Gwam. <laughs> the chew. The chew is the worst. So you were, uh, you were talking about the the trailers. We've seen the episodes. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. Uh, they look good. J.J. Abrams is a proven storyteller. So I, I think. Uh, if oh, he, yeah, oh, total faith. Total if if he if he has the same passion for this franchise as like the millions of other people who like desperately want another 
movie that's good because it was just yeah. bad closure with like the last movie was like kind of like Empire Strikes Back where like they get their asses handed to them. Yeah. Like this way, like a lot of people, Star Wars was the only good part of their childhood. So now that they're making another one, now it's just like, yes, life yeah. can be good again. I, I think he's a, an amazing choice. I was so happy when I heard they got him and I thought it would, it was like kind of out of left field because the fact that he had done Star Trek was like, oh, well, that means they'll never take him because that's a franchise that's completely different. and It's completely separate, though, if you think about oh, it. Oh, no, no. I mean, I you, mean, you can't blackball one for the other. That's like dumb geek thought. It, no, not in terms of, like, as a fan. I'm just talking about the way that studios think. They, they're they very narrow-minded. Oh, should we get J.J. Abrams? Well, he did Star Trek. You know, so <laughs> that's My, how you're, they fucking you're think. You're a fly on the wall. But I, yeah, oh yeah. You got um, tiny little robot drones <laughs> that just stick themselves on walls and you get your headphones and you're eating I mean, licorice next to the radio spying <laughs> on the CEOs. I, I think, uh, you know when they had that Sony email leak? I read a lot of those emails. I read most, mostly <laughs> Ghostbusters emails, but I read a lot of emails and they are fucking, they got thick skulls, those, those executives. Yeah. Oh, any I can racism? only imagine. I haven't wow. heard any racism. Uh, no racism that I could spot, but yeah. there was just a lot of, oh, like any movie that made money, no matter how good or bad it was, they wanted that guy to write or that guy to direct or whatever. So whoever's like doing really well at the time is the one they want. Yeah. Meanwhile, you have someone like, for well, the best example I can pull out of my ass is um, George Miller. Uh, no one thought twice of him. He fucking made the best movie of the year. And he's been one of the best action directors for 40 years, you know. Um, but no one, nobody would think to hire that guy to make a, a modern action movie because who the fuck is he? He didn't direct something last week, you know. Uh, but then he comes out of nowhere and he's like, oh, yeah, check it out. I'm like in my 70s and here's one of the best action movies you'll see in your fucking life. Goodbye. <laughs> Took off in a tricycle. I'm like, what are you doing in that thing, man? He's like, I don't know. It's off-putting. Like, you would never expect a guy to make such a hardcore movie to be riding one of these around. <laughs> like, I, I guess not. I just would never expect an adult period to be in one of those. He's like, yeah, well, I'm wearing a diaper. <laughs> it's a long way to go. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I think J.J. Abrams is an amazing choice. And when I heard he wanted to go mostly practical with the sets, and they they built a Millennium Falcon, they built a Millennium yeah, Falcon that's, that's that you could cool. walk they into, did. and they they had an exterior Millennium Falcon, and and I think for the most part that has interiors. You can walk inside that. And use it it's like they actually built one. Yes, and uh, I promise you that if you know if Lucas was making this trilogy. Well, why would you build that? You can just <laughs> you just hit Control Alt Z, and there you go. <laughs> Stuff a few more cheese curls down his throat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I think we need impressive. to make more cuddly characters for the yeah. children's. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's gonna be good. It's gonna. Yeah. It's like the movie event of the year. They oh, had to wait all year I'm, to get it. I'm rooting for this movie to be the highest grossing movie of all time because it, that list used to be like, hey, what's a good movie? Oh, let's look at the highest grossing movies of all time. It's like E.T., Jurassic Park, Jaws, you know. It was Spielberg. Like, yeah, he was he held it. But those movies are all classics. If you look at it now, it's like fucking Transformers 11 and Avatar. No offense if you guys like that movie, but it's garbage. 
Um, well, the, the new Jurassic Park, which is kind of a thin plot, is number oh, one overall. I had issues. But you want to know? Movie, you want to know why it is? Because inflation and Japan. Well, not well. Oh, well Japan yeah. and China. The population yeah. of China is not as oppressed as they used to be. They let yeah. them go to the movies, and we make movies for them. We'll we'll have Asian characters just to to um, appeal to Rush the, Hour. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, like in in that <laughs> yeah. the new Avengers movie, there's an like, I don't give a shit if someone's Asian in a movie. I love Big Trouble in Little China, just like any other guy. But the there's a um, Asian doctor in Avengers, and Doctor like, Susan Cho. Yeah, I'm like, I know why you're there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there is also I think you're a doctor. It, yeah, in Captain America three. Yeah, no, I mean uh, Iron Man three. I think there was like an Asian character that that got like an extended plot sequence in the Chinese cut of the movie oh, yeah. because they're just trying to appeal to them because that's where the money is. Well, I mean, is right that's now. that's over a billion people. Yeah, that uh, that will watch that have, anything that have enough money for a movie ticket. Yeah, and will go to see it. Yeah, Star Wars is going to blow away Jurassic Park's record, and it's going to do it in one weekend. I would the, love the to global see that. the global sales for everything. Star, it's like, it's like when, like, you know, like these fighting organizations or wrestling, or whatever, like, like the guy gets hurt and then like he has to give up the title, yeah. And then someone shows up and parades around and wins it for a while, but eventually, like, somebody heals and um and they're ready, yeah. And they go and then they just like yank the belt out from under whoever has it, yeah. Star Wars is going to do that to Jurassic Park when it comes out. I'm I'm happy that's <laughs> going to happen only because I have faith in in the movie because because I have faith in in JJ Abrams. I I think that in every interview you've seen the guy do. Leading up to this movie, like before he got the job, what's what was your biggest influence growing up? Star Wars. So this guy is going to do everything he can to make the best movie possible. Uh, otherwise, he himself is fucking with his own childhood. I was hope I'm, I was kind of right. hoping that he'd be signed up for all three films. Yeah, but I do like that. I hate you know, talking about Jurassic Park. Colin Trevorrow, the guy who directed, I mean Jurassic World. Um, because that movie made all that money, they fucking gave him the uh, episode nine. Well, yeah, that's actually it's it's, yeah. a, it's actually like a surprising move to have someone who's like a fan of uh, of. I mean, obviously he's successful in his own regard, but yeah. having someone that was a fan of a product like write that thing because usually yeah. nowadays it's like why why wouldn't you just have it written by a focus group? Yeah, yeah there's yeah. tons of fan <laughs> fiction out there too. Um. Yeah, I like know. it's it's, I'm just have a it's point, rare but... to have like a fan. I feel like actually writes. Well, as long as oh, he's, yeah. I mean, J.J. Abrams is a proven professional, though. right? Right. I mean, he might have been heavily influenced by Star Wars, but he understands how to make a movie a certain way. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that was my major like. Oh, when I heard it was him, I'm like, all right, it's in good hands. Now keep it that way. But now they're gonna be like, that's like gonna be the big like brass ring. Everyone yeah. in Hollywood's gonna try out doing Star Wars and see how it works out. The, and then, uh, like, what's going on? Like, Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford and Car- they're all they're all so old. Like, like, I th- are they going to die out in this movie? You, I wonder. There, there have been. I mean, can we talk about potential spoilers? Is that? Yeah, of course. Like, yeah, um, I, I heard. Spoiler alert! Now, Vigilant Geek official spoiler alert. Ear these Muffet. are potential spoilers. These are these potential are spoilers. Yeah. Could mean shit. So yeah. it's not even really a spoiler. It's yeah. just speculation. I, yeah, Proceed. I, I heard that um, 
Mark Hamill is signed on for episode eight at least. But that could mean anything. He can die in this and then come back as a force ghost in right. episode eight, you know? Um, and who so, doesn't like a force ghost? Everyone likes a force ghost. Yeah. You ever get a handy from a force ghost? Can't yeah. even feel it. You're like, what are you doing? It's just the motion. I feel nothing. You can have Whoa, the same sensation hey. if you uh, sleep. On, if you not when we're talking hand. about Disney properties. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, they're getting rid of Princess Leia. Doesn't have boobs anymore. Did you hear that? Yeah, they're getting yeah. rid of everything that she had to do with the slave me. costume. <laughs> yeah, I heard about from, that. Uh, they just cut her tits from, from Jedi. Yeah. Grabbed a lightsaber, <laughs> took them off like a slice of Ka-chunk. toast. Chunk. Yeah. Yeah, that's disappointing. <laughs> Fuck Disney. Uh, I mean, it's it's not like people <laughs> tell us how you really feel. I I never like obviously she's she's attractive no matter what she's wearing because she's just attractive. Who? So Carrie Fisher. Then. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, right, she I just is. Need to make it clear. She is a very very elegant eighty year old woman. Yeah. She's eighty. Uh, she's uh, probably her sixties. She's probably younger than that. It was an exaggeration. Oh, Jesus. So she is. looks like she's a little older. She has, she's, she's a little rough. She's had yeah. a, she's had a bit of a life. Yeah, she's she, had a few too many trips to the dark side of the force. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Things really went downhill after her planet got blown up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, few too good. many, uh, voyages in the Millennium Falcon. Walked into a cantina bar, crawled into a bottle, and she's been there ever since. <laughs> well, that's actually, oh, I, I better stop. Well, that is sort of what she looks like she's been up to. Well, that's she did have a huge problem with, it, like... It's not good drink. when her mom looks better than her. Yeah, she... Is, she, is uh, her mom still alive? I don't know. Wow, Debbie Reynolds? Do you know these people? What's going on? Debbie well, Reynolds she, is, is a big, like, um, yeah, comedic Debbie, actress. Yeah, she was in uh, Singing in the Rain. Yeah, and she was in in, in that um, Albert I'm Brooks movie, Mom and Mother. Uh, but yeah, uh, Carrie Fisher had a had a lot of substance abuse issues. Yeah, and now she's Star Wars has come to fix her well, life. Yeah, basically <laughs> saved her life because uh, now she's like she's like, oh, I gotta get myself together now that I'm being offered millions of dollars. And you're Disney. Ah, she's she's probably only getting like eighty grand. Princess Leia <laughs> is now a uh, a Disney princess. A lot of moms and daughters are really happy about that. Are they? Yeah, they're real excited about that prospect. <laughs> then I think it's been official for a while. Oh, she's a oh she's a officially princess now. Yeah, she's one of the yeah. Disney princesses. Is Black Widow gonna be a Disney princess too? I don't know. I think <laughs> uh, due to the rules, I think she'd have to be. Mm. Yeah, why not? Let the girls have their fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they just want to. <laughs> yeah, have fun. Like in Don't the let them have too much fun, though. Sometimes you gotta stop off at Cappy's on the way home. <laughs> stop off at Cappy's. Buy, buy yourself a big handle of whiskey and go home and teach her a thing or two about respect. <laughs> Come on down to Cappy's Lingers. <laughs> Cappy's, because you have a bad reputation at Jar Jar's. <laughs> Kids wanting to help you, <laughs> wanting help with their homework? Go on down to Cappy's. <laughs> Teach them how to do time tables the way you know them. Mm, buy all the uh, sour apple pucker. <laughs> <laughs> Just fill up the cabinets yeah. with it. <laughs> it's like candy. Can you see me? Where, where'd you go? It's like candy, right? Where are you? Candy. Are you sleeping? <laughs> it's like candy. Pucker. Yeah. Or it's like hard, what, what's a fireball? 
Oh, it tastes fire- like those candy fireballs. Yeah. It does, actually, yeah. I hate Are you cinnamon. snoring? I hate, like, cinnamon whiskey. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't I drink like anymore, so... Yeah. Let's all just, like... We should do a podcast about just about drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Mark doesn't drink I at all. Do that one. Yeah, I don't drink yeah. either. Oh, Mark, Mark's go. never drank, I don't think, in his life. Nope. I haven't. Oh, wow. That's I bet it awkward. tastes like candy. I'd want to know what I'd <laughs> no, rather talk it's, about? It's, it's disgusting. <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so who shot first, gentlemen? I have to ask. Oh, well, it was recently revealed in the fucking screenplay because somebody had, had a, uh, a, a um, shooting copy of the script that, okay. they, that they unraveled when they were going through the uh, all the Lucas properties. That, that got uh, acquired by Disney. Uh-huh. And they're like, yep, yeah, right here in the script, it says he shot first. Right here in the script. Ah. Uh, I think well, Lucas, yeah, but- Lucas backpedaled because he started, like, the more kids he adopted, the more he felt he had an obligation, <laughs> yeah. like, to be this moral authority. And he's like, yeah. no, Han's a hero. Yeah. He's just a silly rogue. He'd never shoot first. Which is like one of the most badass things about that character. Like I they know. they refilmed it so it looked like Greedo shot first. Yeah, it was just like, like dude, like when you're done with your beautiful thing, like don't pick up the paintbrush, leave it alone. It's done now. Yeah, you want to make something else? Go make another Star Wars movie, but don't right. touch this one. Right. Yeah. Well, next thing you know, I got the Mona Lisa with like a mustache drone yeah. on it. <laughs> oh, you yeah. make a very valid point, though. You know. Uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, that's, that's yeah, like the highest grossing fucking franchise of all time. I don't think it's broken. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So Han shot first. There you have it in print. The yeah. only, uh, the only thing, the, um, remastering that I really like. I <clears> blinking Ewoks. I don't give a shit about that kind of stuff. <laughs> but, uh, the Titanic movie. Yeah, no, no one ever talks about the Ewok movies. Does well, everyone I else like remember the two Ewok movies? Yeah, Courage, Canavan of Courage. I, Can- I was <laughs> Caravan of Courage, and uh, uh, what's what's Canavan's Twitter? <laughs> Does he have a Twitter? I don't know. Um, uh, you know what? I'm fucking photoshopping that when I get home. We know a comic. That re- I, you're Canavan. I, re- I remember yeah. hearing his name, so yeah. I kind of understand what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, it just slipped, you know, just a Freudian slip. I think that guy's an Ewok, yeah, I guess. I, I, I don't even remember the name of the Ewok movies. I know there's two e- There was Ewok Adventure. I there think was, was Canavan of Courage, apparently. Yeah, I think the first one was... Ewok Adventure and then Caravan of Courage. I think that's what. They yeah. Were. What was the, the first I, one that the <laughs> Wilford Brimley was in it? There was like it was like two kids and then they made friends with the Ewoks and their parents got kidnapped by yeah. this giant because yeah. Endor's got giants. Yeah. <laughs> in a cave. It was a cave giant. Yeah. I loved them. And when, then they when I first saw them. They went on a quest and saved the parents. And then the second one, the parents are brutally murdered along <laughs> with the older brother. <laughs> oh jeez. And the girl is left to walk around Endor. And runs into an old man, and the old and man... That's Brimley, right? Wilford Brimley? It might have been. Then he had yeah. that alien that could run really fast. Yes. And then, um... You kids like living teddy bears? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they went, and he ended up getting the power supply for his ship so that he could leave Endor. And then he just used the power the supply to, like, power up the blasters on his ship, and then he just toasted a bunch of... 
evil things in the second one. It was weird. What's interesting is Wilford Brimley looks a lot like Theodore Roosevelt, I think, which is what the teddy bear was based off of, which is, is what Ewoks are based off of. Yeah, Disney could totally milk the Ewok <laughs> franchise. I, I really, in fact, I saw those way before I saw Star Wars. The Ewok Dude, they, 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 they feel older, don't they? Yeah, they do. When you see them, they feel so much older. Yeah. Like they were almost made before, but they're not. They no. they they all were made after Star Wars. Low production budget, and they were, I think, just straight to video. I think they might have been TV movies or something like that. Really? Well, they yeah. were really good. No one talks about them, and no. I think that's just sad. I, I've heard stories about when they were striking the set for those movies like that. Um, there, when you're shooting in foreign country or whatever, you just need to get rid of the stuff. You you can't. You don't have the means of holding on to it. So they just burn a lot of props. They just because they can't do anything else with it, you know. Now, <laughs> now, uh, you know, you'd sell that shit on eBay, but yeah, you could build a school in like a small African country, yeah, like a prop that was so, oh, so they, yeah. So they could run inside the school and rip out all the copper piping and then leave. <laughs> <laughs> Which we're trying to teach you. We're trying to build it. They go sell the copper piping and then go buy cot. Cot? <laughs> Is that their drug? Yeah. That's, that's uh, it's drug? his roots. It's cot? a stimulant. They just chew on it. Oh, and their fucking lips fall apart. I don't know if that happens, but, uh. Probably. It would in the movie Mark <laughs> directs about it. <laughs> There's always some weird drug in, in, in foreign countries where it like, you know, you you like huff, and then like your eye caves in, or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, Africa's got a lot of weird drugs. They got like jenkum, which is basically like <laughs> that's ferment. Fake. <laughs> that's real. <laughs> it's out there. Jenkum. Tell what me, what it is. Ah, yeah. Okay. You diarrhea into you, a coke you laugh. bottle. <laughs> and put a balloon it's, over it and off the fucking method. It's, it's fermented. The fumes from fermented poop can get you high, apparently. And apparently they got tribal wars over this butt hash. How did we go from Star Wars to butt hash? Ewoks is the bridge to oh, that. Oh, Ewoks. Those dirty little furry bitches. Yeah. Um, the, uh, yeah, that would be a good Star Wars drug, though. Yeah. Jinkum? Yeah. What? <laughs> what? Uh, I, I like the the Ewoks movie. Everyone shit. Er, all right, what? Everybody shits on Return of the Jedi. I've noticed. I didn't notice until like I had been a fan of this movie for years, and then one day someone told me that, and then you know uh, down the road I heard it from someone else, and then started reading about it on the internet, and I was like, wow, there's a lot of hatred for this movie. Don't I don't get it because most most of the iconic moments in that entire franchise are from that movie, like like uh, the Speed chase on Endor, the Ewoks. Everyone shits on the Ewoks. The um, Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, was... and and also um, the the whole like Sarlacc pit and uh, scene w- with um, Boba Fett and and Leia in the bra and <laughs> the panties yeah. and whatnot. Um, yeah, that's a money maker. Ah, money maker right there. Yeah, bark like a dog. Little yeah. <laughs> little T and A is okay uh, with me. What's that? What's that giant um, <laughs> monster wrestling. that? That giant monster that Luke has to fight. The Rancor. The Rancor. Mm. The dude that fucking cries over the Rancor. <laughs> yeah, he was the handler. Yeah, Rancor handler. That, uh, oh, there's so much in that movie that's special classic. Bond. There's a special bond between Rancors and Rancor handlers. <laughs> 
Rancor, the Rancor Whispers. And I mean, there's that, there's that epic, uh, Space dogfight at the end yeah, there with it, Lando and the gang and Admiral Akbar. It also has the it's best a trap. lightsaber it's fight. It's a trap. It's a trap. Yes, yeah, the best lightsaber good. fight. Um, so I don't get it. Why is it? I, I don't understand. I either. think they were just upset that like they thought the franchise was ending because they're probably hearing rumors that George Lucas didn't want to make any more, and they were all freaking out. Well, I heard that they're just they're just butt hurt. Because like they're not going to get any more Star Wars, and yeah. then when they do get new Star Wars, they're just like, no, it's not good enough. Yeah, in one of the original drafts of Return of the Jedi, there was there wasn't a second Death Star. I mean, I I think that's lame. You already did a Death Star. What are you doing? I know. Why, why you keep coming up with Death Stars? Like that's all you. <laughs> it's supposed to be this epic trilogy, and it's just this dude keeps trying to build the same ball. You know, yeah. <laughs> but the uh, so that's kind of I lame. don't know. It's like, like the definition of insanity I, is like you keep trying to do the same thing and it always yeah. has the same outcome and it never yeah, works yeah. for you, but you keep trying it anyway. Yeah, it's like yeah, they blew up our big space ball. Let's just build one again. Yeah, let's do like, the same <laughs> thing. Uh, yeah. al- also, um, in yeah. the original draft, um, Luke dies and. Uh, George Lucas wanted Spoiler. nothing to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted nothing to do with that. Spoiler for So, a wait a minute. Someone else wrote that in that Luke would have died in Jedi? Yeah. It was, I wow. think it might have been Lawrence I'm glad Kasdan. he, I'm glad he vetoed that. That would have been bunk. If they killed Luke? Um. Yeah. I, I don't know. If, if he sacrificed himself to, if he saw like, oh shit, I'm turning into this. No. What if he I've... sacrificed himself for his father? That would be really interesting. Because, the father he didn't know? No, personally. No, no if he just... knew. If he made the uh, a conscious decision to save Vader's life, because then Vader would have that on his conscience, and it would give him uh, the um, motivation to destroy the Empire on his own. No, what I want is I want Luke to just be war-torn and deal with all these things and being the only Jedi and the responsibility of that. Yeah, and I want him to crack under that pressure and turn into the new Dark Lord of the Sith by yeah. the end of this. Yeah, that's what you're hoping. I mean, I I've heard theories going either way with with the Episode Seven. I don't in- think he is yet, but like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what else would be kind of like. I'm just I'm I'm willing to accept whatever they give me. Yeah, me too. It, it could be either way. He could be the you know. Or like, sticking to his guns amidst all that pressure, and that's what makes him more of a noble character. I think he's more, I don't know, is he either gonna do that or he's gonna turn into like an Obi-Wan? That's what I'm hoping for. I, I really, I personally would be a little disappointed if they pulled that whole dark side thing with Luke now, because the premise of the original trilogy is was, that he didn't cave under the pressure and that right. he is a true Jedi and everything else. So, so to yeah. move on from that is to kind of abandon the principle from that, you know, the lessons learned in the first trilogy. I know, but it, it, put, it is a new trilogy though and yeah. it is a new, a new <clears throat> lessons they want you to learn. Not really. They just want you to spend yeah. a lot of money, but well, it would be awesome. Uh, they I can take my money. They, I would, oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm already prepared to watch this multiple times. <laughs> it's the first time I'm just gonna be wiping tears away the whole time. I'll yeah, like, yeah, get some Captain America is so noble. They'll be like, "Wrong movie, dude." What are you? I'm like, "It's just that trailer. I still can't get over it." Um, I, I, uh, I, I would be bummed out if they did that. I, I, I really would because I think he it, did. Like honestly, like they gotta pass the torch and they gotta do it yeah. while everyone's still alive. Yeah. 
So, like, they need to go ahead and they need to have Luke somehow apprentice somebody and then have Luke do the whole disappearing man trick and then become a ghost. Yeah. At least he does something crazy like, like, hey, I'm going to go ahead and and redo the Jedi Order. I'm going to recreate that. Yeah. Mm. And yeah, he maybe just, he realizes he needs it. Maybe the it's like, yeah, we thought maybe it, we maybe it's something. Maybe it's something he's already worked out. Like there, it's years of just like the rebel, the rebellion fighting the the um, the empire, and mm-hmm. like the empire's not going away because they still have all like the military industrial complex just completely working for them. Yeah. So oh, well, I forgot I, you point. know what? One thing I thought would be interesting is if uh, the tables reverse and the the sort of the rebels be kind of uh, take over the government and maybe get power hungry and somebody needs to fight that. And it's, it's a, it's a little bit more unorthodox because wait, weren't those the good guys before? It could be. I see something more of like over the past several years, what everyone was experiencing was some sort of like stalemate between the rebellion and the empire. Yeah. And they're trying to like, that's why the Death Star was so important because it was like the ultimate weapon in the galaxy. Yeah. It was like, shut the fuck up. We're right. They're like, Hey, knock, knock. Who's there? Planet destroying laser. Yeah. 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 So it's like, (laughs) you know, do, do what we say or I hit the button. Right, it's just yeah. like fire the laser. When you, when you got, <laughs> it's like the ultimate WMD, and you got it like attached to this thing that can just like travel the same way every other spaceship travels. Yeah, you'd be all set. But I think it's gonna be like that, and then there's gonna be like a passing of the torch with these new characters for let's because I have That's no idea. Definitely, yeah, no, I have no idea to. who's who. There's some. <clears throat> Uh, Daisy talk, Ridley, um, talk about uh, a black stormtrooper. I don't know if he was an actual stormtrooper. No, I, I, I think he's, he's undercover. I, I think Finn, be, yeah. his name's Finn. He he's uh, I, I think he's uh, part of the rebellion actually, uh, and he's dressed in the stormtrooper garb, uh, going undercover doing something. In the same way that they were in. Stormtrooper uniforms in the original. It, exactly, yeah. Could be that. Oh man, it, they copied it, themselves. It could also be interesting though <laughs> to see a um to see a stormtrooper uh question what the fuck's going on. I mean that's the one thing that done. could that could be it, yeah. Could be. I mean Or you finally know. just a stormtrooper that can dance. <laughs> Well, yeah. Well they can't get one that'll sh- be able to shoot. They like miss everything. Yeah, they are the worst shot in the galaxy by far. And thank I mean, goodness, because otherwise the rebellion would have been screwed a long I mean, time ago. That'd be a great moment to see to see a stormtrooper actually hit someone, and, and then all the stormtroopers stop, and they they're like, "What? I think? Did you just? Who was that?" And, and one of the stormtroopers is like, "That was me. I got him." What? Oh my god! My, are, my lord, my lord, we yeah. actually got one. We got one. <laughs> but the, the the controversy around that wasn't it just because they're all supposed to be clones of Jango Fett? Well, that's what... I think they had stopped that practice. I think what they they just started offering uh, a program where uh, you can go to school <laughs> after you serve as a stormtrooper. Yeah. Well, because they then, can only uh, live so yeah. long. I I never like the the original. I mean, the prequels aside. I always assumed that was just, uh, you know, it, it was the same thing as, as like a Nazi soldier, someone who just like played in. Or Hydra. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. just, they play into propaganda and they just become part of the system. And they have to and, enlist. And, and they're, they're they, faceless Sometimes they get soldiers. a signing bonus, sometimes it's mm. not very yeah. good. <laughs> 
But they're mm-hmm. literally faceless soldiers. But when you do that whole clone thing and to think it's the same guy underneath each one is, uh, it's a dumb idea to me. I don't, I don't, I hope, well obviously, if he, this guy is a stormtrooper, then that's not the case anymore. Well, I don't great. think it is. So, like, I, I sometimes watch the, the Star Wars animated feature, Star Wars Rebels. Is it good? Eh, it's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways, that they, they had an episode and they ran into some former clones, and the clones were talking smack to these uh, the Imperial officers uh-huh. because um, the people they have now are like the stormtroopers. They're enlisted from other planets. Okay. And the clones were unique because that was just a certain period of history where uh, the Jedi – somebody went behind somebody's back and had the Jedi order this clone army. Okay. Yeah. So so it's kind of like it's, – it's like the clones, those – they're very special kind of soldiers. Yeah. They're, they're like the most elite. Uh-huh. But like eventually they're going to get old and they're going to get put out of service, you know? You're going to have all these clones in the galaxy. You know what I think is funny? How the stormtroopers have a new look, and their mouth goes back a little bit. Kind of like they're smiling now, right? Yeah, it's. I mean, I don't. I I have no problem with the new look. I just think it's funny because I know why they did it, and it's the same reason why in every new Marvel movie their costume looks just a little different. It's like, oh, now Captain America's got a star on his shoulder. It, why? So mm-hmm. they can make new action figures. Action figures. I was just going to say yeah. it, but I didn't want to cut you off. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's why they did it. With that's the just, that's why they change Batman's suit every yeah. few story arcs. That's yeah. why they do it with Spider-Man with all the different suits and symbiote suits and whatever. Yeah. Same deal. Absolutely. Why Batman has a different vehicle every movie. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's all marketing and it's all to sell all the merchandise crap. And you Halloween know. costumes. It was funny because right. um, you mentioned the story. Stormtrooper helmet, and I saw this really cool picture online of somebody photoshopped, uh, like the Joker's, like, uh, lipstick around, like, the, the smile on, yeah. on the Stormtrooper's face, and oh, yeah. they painted, like, part of it green for the, the hair, and made, uh-huh. them, made it look like the Joker. I thought, I don't know, it, it was kind of a cool tweak. I but, actually... yeah, it, it's all, it's all merchandising. It's all it is. Speaking of which, I, uh, I mentioned, like, for Halloween costumes and things like that, uh, my previous job where I used to do kids' parties, I did a lot of Jedi and, uh, Darth Vader parties. Oh, used yeah! Up, used to dress up as Darth Vader and do lightsaber battles with the kids. Yeah. And, uh, or as a Jedi and, like, do Jedi training. And, uh, <laughs> I, one, one big gripe I had about the Jedi costume, and it's an obvious one, that my boss just didn't, like, like, give a shit. Yeah. Like about just being accurate. Yeah, it was the 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 brown like cloak part, and you know how under it's like a almost like a like it's like a white like a gi almost. Yeah, like, yeah. like a like a yeah, martial correct. arts gi. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It it was just like a rebel flight suit type of thing. <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm like these two things don't go together. This isn't a Jedi. Yeah, you fucking asshole. I was I was pissed about that. I, I was like every time I did, I'm like, you know, this isn't a Jedi costume, right? Yeah. Like this isn't the Jedi costume. <laughs> And, and you're you're definitely disappointing some kids, right? Because they're cause they're smart and yeah. they actually watch the movies, and they're yeah. just like, "Jedi's that- don't wear that." You're yeah. funny. That's like giving Spider-Man a car. 
Oh, he has a he has a car. In the comics now, he has a car. Oh Jesus! But but I want to hear what else. Max Landis is writing a Superman book. Yeah, I get. I fucking have you seen it? I does it make you warm and fuzzy inside? (laughs) I I saw your favorite person in the whole world. Max Landis is writing Superman for us. They're fucking rubbing that in my face too. Because I I looked at that and I was like, oh, a new Superman book, and I was like, the art's pretty good, and it's going through. It's like right right up Landis. Yeah. Right up front, boom, written by Max Landis. And then uh... you go in the back, and there's a fucking picture of him. I've never read one comic book in my entire life where the writer had a picture of him in the back. Never seen it. I've read... Fucking Stephen King novels where there's a picture of him in the back. Yeah, or if it's like a nice trade paperback or something or a yeah. hardcover and it's like in the back flap. Yeah. But that's okay, different. Yeah. Well, not, D- yeah, DC the just did the quick book. interview thing and that's like in the back of all the books for that Yeah, month. every book is Max Landis. That's fucking, right. Dude, hop on board, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you need that's to love spoiled him. cunt. No, you you're, you're love like, him. You're like Jerry and Max Landis is like Newman. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Land- Landis. <laughs> Landis. Landis. Yeah. That's a, they, they just gave him the keys of the kingdom. They, uh, they allowed him to, uh, use every artist they had depending on style. He, he is used to just everyone at DC. So and they're they're each each guy is writing. <laughs> Mark's, a, Mark's getting infuriated. Each, each guy is going to be illustrating a different story, and then each story is going to be like a chapter in Superman's life. Yeah, that guy's a turd. <laughs> I, I saw his fucking movie that whatever that one that Podhead movie that came out this summer, and he whined about it on Twitter because it didn't make any money. American Ultra. He yeah. wrote that. Yeah, he wrote that. Oh man, I was yeah. really disappointed when I saw that. movie. Uh, I never he, even heard of it. Yeah, he went out on Twitter and he was like, "I don't understand." Like, because he, he was in tweets. <laughs> Why doesn't everyone yeah. like my movie? Yeah, he was like, "I don't understand." Tweet. Why people won't go out? Tweet to see really important, interesting tweet movies. Tweet. You know, it's like. Fucking well, I mean, it was it, it was, was a another, bad movie, dude. It was Chris, it was Kristen Stewart and Jesse Eisenberg, and Jesse Eisenberg oh, is I hate like Jesse Eisenberg. He, he well, he he's pretty cool in the movie. He's a pothead, and he's just like he's actually yeah, a Splinter Cell guy pot, activated there, by the CIA. That, that movie, needed, and he must have killed like over a hundred dudes in that flick. But pot, pot doesn't make you cool. Well, it's a it's a whole fucking backwards <laughs> Bite plot. Your tongue. But there, there, there was a um. I don't. I there, don't it, it needed a better director, and it needed a rewrite. Movie. That you know, it was it's like still with a good premise. Halfway there, uh, but the actors, the, actor, I liked the, 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 I liked the, the actors they even had could have pulled it off. Um, maybe. Um, uh, I I think a, a better cast could have done a better job. I I think in fact. Well, if, you wanted it to be more like the Born Identity. This one's yeah. supposed to be like I can't be like haha, but awesome because it's like the stoners killing everybody. The if if um the guy from that '70s show who was the villain in this Red Foreman. Uh no 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 the kid the main character Topher Grace. Topher Grace. If, if Topher Grace had reversed roles, might have been better. Same goes for Spider Man. He hasn't been good in anything in years though. Topher Grace. Yeah. I think he would have done a better job than Lex Luthor. What's the guy's name? Eisenberg. Yeah. I I think he did a bad job. No, I mean, Jesse Eisenberg, yes, I have seen it. Jesse Eisenberg is just, he, he, he's doing really well for himself, but he's just like a bad Michael Sarah clone. Yeah. And he could never get the indie stuff, but somehow he ended up with like better roles than than Michael Sarah. Yeah. But the same kind of guy. Oh yeah. There's hardly a difference. The only reason that Eisenberg's getting so much work now is because it seems like, um, what's his name is just borderline retired, Michael Sarah. 
He's balding. I don't it, know if that helps at all. Is he no, really? Get, I don't think he is. He's losing his hair, man. Yeah, I saw him, uh. That's. Saw him on TV doing something. I think it was, uh, Wet Hot American Summer, that series on Netflix. Yeah, he's, oh, yeah. he's balding. He is? Wow, that's his career, that's, yeah, he's gonna have to reinvent himself. That goes that's what his, he's that, there do. goes his whole look. Yeah. No, or, or he just, he gets, uh, he gets... Trying to live off the credit of Superbad all your life? No, they just give himself some hair plugs, it'd be all said. There's nothing... No more Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Michael Sarah is starting to look like guy. a middle-aged IT. Uh, let's see. A, a young-looking, balding person. Doesn't, he should just get a wig, man. This is great for an actor. You can just get fake hair for every role. You'll be like, like a Donald chewing. Donald Trump style wig, you know? Yeah, a Donald Trump wig is a level ninety-nine. Like the, do- like the Donald spell and like he, you know what the it's thing immune is? to fire spells, dude. It's crazy. Michael Donald Sarah, Trump's wig. We saw him when he was younger, and he was like quirky and cute and all that silly shit. And now that he's uh, getting a little bit older, we were watching him. He wasn't done growing. We, we now, <laughs> now he's growing a little bit more. Sort of like the fucking guy from The Sixth Sense. You sound like a concerned grandma. <laughs> I sure hope Michael is we eating enough. You know, you know, we really should have paid more attention to Michael while he was growing. You and know, Michael. Oh, you... I hope he's eating his carbohydrates <laughs> and his toast. His electrolytes. lights. Uh, in Mike. vegetables, you need the vitamins. <laughs> in the vegetables, you need to eat them. Uh, uh, what's his name? That kid from The Sixth Sense. Have you seen him as an adult? Yeah, Haley Joe Osment. Yeah, uh, yeah he was he's, on that drunk um, history recently. Too. He, was he? He's All a, of his facial features stayed where they were when he was a kid, but his head grew around. Kind of looks like John Candy now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he just—he looks like like a, a funhouse mirror. Like this, his set facial facial features are just pinched yeah, into yeah. the middle. Apparently, yeah. he was in that. He uh, looks like someone. Someone let me play around with Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't he? he? Was in that Kevin Smith flick Tusk, which was about. Yeah, I don't know. I never saw. He was it. like it was... one of the be- one of the not so great parts of that movie. That movie is is a noble effort. I'm glad it got made. It was, he basically, it was a joke. It was a joke conversation on a podcast and he was like, what if this was a movie? And then he put the work into actually making that joke happen. Why not? Well, he did a bunch of stuff. Like whenever you're joking you around Tusk, with your friends. And then there's another one. Um, he's got another one coming out called Yoga Hosers, which is going to premiere at Sundance and it's starring his daughter and Johnny Depp's daughter. And hmm. Johnny Depp's also going to be in it. Playing the same character, he how'd played they get those roles? Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I, <laughs> you know, because it's so it, it's funny, like the coincidence. That, that's so weird that like I know because they're such great actors. There's well, there's so many actors that audition for movies. Uh-huh. You, you get thousands of act- actors that will read for a part. Mm-hmm. What are the odds that his daughter is the one that gets the part? It must be I genetics, mean, right? Well, I just think it's it's like the. Fucking kismet is what it is, really. Yeah. She must have worked really, really hard for months to right. get that. You know what? Because she's his daughter, she has to work even harder. You A think, lot of people don't realize that. Do you, do you think when he was taking... Because <laughs> she's taking on all that criticism of like, yeah. well, you're Johnny Depp's daughter. Of course you're going to get this. And it's like, you know what? That's going to make me work even harder. Well, do you think when Kevin Smith was on uh, in the casting room and he was going through actresses reading all day long and then his daughter showed up and he's like, what What are you doing here? And she's like, I- I'm reading for the part. And he's like, oh, my God, that's so cool. I hope you get it. This is – what are the chances? Yeah. And he's like, just so you know, I'm going to judge you just 
like I'm going to judge everyone else. And she's like, I know. Yeah, I know you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, gentlemen, um, you know, we've talked about uh, the Star Wars universe for quite some time now. Uh, made some really strong points about uh, some of our disappointments with uh, episodes one, two, and three. Talked about some of our favorite uh, aspects of episodes four, five, and six. And talked a little bit about we what we do know about The Force Awakens, which will be episode Seven, which, by the way, I'm probably gonna see like three weeks after it comes out because I don't want to. I want to see it in an empty theater. Like, yeah, during the middle of the day. That's know? how to do it. That's how to yeah. do it. Absolutely. Now uh, we're gearing up for that next month, and this also concludes our science fiction month we have been doing here at Vigilant Geek Media. Uh, we hope you have had as much fun this month going over some of our favorite, uh, science fiction graphic novels, television series, and movies, uh, as we have had. Uh, I'd like to thank, uh, Mr. Mark Gallagher for being a guest on the show again. Thank you very much. And I'd also like to thank Mr. Nathan Burke, uh, for being a guest as well. Thanks for having me. Um, Join us next month. We get some uh, great stuff planned. Uh, we got uh, a, a Marvel Comics update for you, and we uh, are gearing up for the 2015 Vigilant Geek Awards, which are always exciting. Uh, I'd like to thank my comic book partner in crime, Mr. Holden Orm, for uh, helping me out like always this week. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. Hope you enjoyed our Star Wars podcast. And as always, stay stay vigilant. vigilant!